News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. The DUP has agreed to a deal to restore the power sharing executive after nearly two years. And Amanda Ferguson, freelance journalist, joins us now. Good morning to you, Amanda. Bring us up to speed with what happened overnight, please. Okay, well, it was a a lengthy process that's ended uh, a near two-year impasse. Essentially, the the Democratic Unionist Party uh, leader, Sir Geoffrey Donaldson, said that uh, his party had reached a deal with uh, the British government on the operation of of post-Brexit trading rules that would allow it to return um, to the power-sharing government up at Stormont. Now, the return um, to government sort of uh, offers a way out of the crisis that had had posed an existential threat to the political sediment uh, that underpins our peace deal. Uh, but Geoffrey Donaldson, just before one o'clock this morning, um, said that his party executive had endorsed the proposals that had been put to them. So, uh, so Geoffrey Donaldson had met with uh, different interest groups from within his own party. There had been uh, at what was supposed to be a, sec- a secure location meeting uh, that had a small group of protesters outside it and then later at another venue there was uh, this press conference which um, is being viewed as a breakthrough moment in the north. Okay. Um, Do we know what is in place now that that has made this acceptable to the DUP or were the DUP just looking for a reason to go back in do you think? Well, he he said that the measures um, which would be underpinned uh, by new UK law would remove uh, checks for goods moving within the UK and remaining in Northern Ireland, uh, guarantee uh, unfettered access for Northern Ireland businesses uh, to the UK market and also safeguard uh, Northern Ireland's place in the UK. Now, he said that London uh, would publish the details in due course and could move quickly uh, to enable the DUP to take its place back at Stormont. Uh, So we heard from the, the UK government Secretary of State Chris Heaton Harris, who said that he hoped the Assembly would return as soon as possible, and Sinn Fein leader uh, Mary Lou Macdonald uh, released uh, a statement saying that she was um, optimistic that the Assembly would be restored uh, before the, the latest deadline that was put in place of the 8th of February. This, of course, is not universally popular among unionists, Amanda. We've seen the protests outside that were going on overnight no sea border, yeah. no sellout by the DUP. Uh, how hard of a sell is this going to be for uh, Jeffrey Donaldson? Well, Jeffrey Donaldson has largely had the support of DUP supporters and voters during this process, during this impasse, when other political parties and their supporters were really unhappy with what the DUP was doing. But there is a very uh, hardline rump. Uh, within unionism who aren't happy. For example, the, the leader of the traditional unionist voice party, Jim Allister, who is a who is a former DUP uh, representative, uh, said uh, on Twitter last night, sadly in betrayal of their own solemn pledge, the DUP has caved in on an Irish sea border. EU law and the suspension of Article 6 seems not one word of the union dismantling protocol has been removed. Um, Jim Allister would take a very hardline position that he doesn't believe that, uh, that any, pretty much anything other other than a, a border back in Ireland would, would resolve this issue. Yeah, but it should be noted um, that Jim has never been a, a great fan uh, of the power sharing structures and he has a serious problem uh, with Sinn Féin uh, being the lead party uh, in the North yeah, as well. Th- there seemed to be some disarray last night. Uh, Jamie Bryson w- was live tweeting what was happening within that meeting, of course, not being at the meeting himself. Um Unionism, is it fair to say unionism is is in a bit of trouble, Amanda, that that it is quite divided and that it it doesn't appear to know where it's going from here? Well, I think one of the issues is that there's a change in um, sort of political landscape 
across the island of Ireland in both uh, jurisdictions, which is unsettling to unionism. Uh, the 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 recent elections uh, have seen Sinn Féin emerge as the largest party at assembly level um, and at a local level as well. So the unionist majority that was part of uh, the Northern Ireland state when it was created over 100 years ago doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the fact that Sinn Féin may be poised to enter government in the Republic of Ireland um, unnerves uh, unionism because... Uh, it would then make uh, Sinn Féin uh, a co-guarantor of the Good Friday Agreement as such. So things are changing, um, you know, across the island. Yeah. And that is a disturbing time. And within unionism, there is an, a, an opinion of difference. But everybody who's a unionist obviously wants to maintain the union with Britain. But lastly, should we expect to see uh, things up and running in Stormont again imminently? I think it's going to be within within the next uh, few days. Uh, we know that the Secretary of State has set that deadline for the 8th of February uh, to, to restore uh, Stormont. The, now, Saturday, uh, this Saturday marks the second anniversary of, of uh, the, the DUP impasse. Uh, so it might be a full circle moment if Stormont could be back up and running on Saturday. We, we're going to hear more from the UK government about the legislation that the DUP says it needs to see, um, you know, before before it moves through uh, on, on its promise to get back to power sharing. But it is likely to be the next couple of days. Amanda Ferguson, freelance journalist. Thank you for speaking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air weekday mornings at seven on News Talk.